Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, Koopa. Koopa, how you doing, brother? Doing good, brother. How you doing? I am good, because you know what day it is. It is football talk, baby. I love this day. I can do this all day, every day, but uh, sadly, we can't. Too bad, yeah. This season's pretty much done. Yeah, you made me sad. <laughs> oh, anyways... <laughs> Yeah, we're almost to the end. This Sunday officially marks the end of football. This sucks. It's so sad. It is. It's very sad. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll make some time for some XFL if they come out. Are, are they coming back? I uh, don't think it's going to be this year. I believe they have to wait oh, a whole another year to come back uh, with Dwayne Johnson's ownership. Yeah, Dwayne, that is the pretty Rock cool, huh? Johnson's ownership. Yeah. Um, quick little side note before we get into the football talk. The Rolex 2400 um, did have a winner. It was the Wayne Taylor Racing capturing their third straight Rolex 24 victory. Third straight? Yes, sir. Man, that's crazy. Yes, sir. Like that's 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 good right there, dude. It is. And uh, Felipe Felipe Albuquerque was the one who drove the Wayne Taylor number ten Acura DPI to victory in the Rolex twenty four hour event at Daytona. And we also want to give a big thank you to Hot Rod Wendy. Thank you so much for for giving us the shout out. And uh, it, it's awesome what you're doing. Thank you. That's right. And we can't wait to talk to you as uh, Daytona uh, the Daytona five hundred gets closer to us. We are just over 12 days away from the Daytona 500. And Valentine's Day. Oh. I have to remember that, you know. Yeah, look, luckily I am not have to worry about that. Because <laughs> everybody's my Valentine. 
Yeah, that was lame. Anyways, we're skipping to football because <laughs> I'm just being lame over here. Uh, All right, sir. It. it is officially Super Bowl week. It comes down to this: Chiefs versus Buccaneers, Mahomes versus Brady, Andy Reid versus Bruce Arians. That's coach on coach. If anybody who didn't know who that was, <laughs> the Chiefs' high octane offense versus the Buccaneers' talented pass rush. Kansas City is looking to become the first team since the 03-04 Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Tom Brady is looking to win his unprecedented seventh Super Bowl ring. I hate trying to sound excited for that. This Super Bowl has many storylines, and each one is very unique. Mahomes has the chance to enter the GOAT conversation, while Tom Brady looks to put the GOAT conversation to rest. And I hate myself for saying that, too. And we find out this Sunday who truly the best NFL team is. Koopa! Let's get it going. Predictions for this Sunday. Oh, dude. Predictions. Oof. I say... Uh... Uh... Uh, it's kind of hard, dude. I, I want to say Kansas City, but also, you know. You're afraid they'll cheat and give Tom Brady his seventh Super Bowl win? Yes. The the refs love Tom. I don't know why. Um, And, you know, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a good game. I think if the Chiefs can get off early. And can uh, you know shut down that that Bucks defense? I think they're good to go. Yeah, I think that's really what's going to win this game is the defense is is uh, you know the the offense, and then you know the only way the Bucks are going to do anything is if they can shut down that offense. Right. That's, yeah. Uh, obviously, though, the best thing that's going on for Kansas City is they can easily overcome a deficit. There's it's been proven so far there isn't a deficit that they can't overcome. Yeah. Obviously, being down 24 last year against the Texans. Oh, yeah. That, so, no, I mean, that, that's the thing about them is you never know with them. Right. Uh, that's It's going to be an interesting game, that's for sure. That's right. And Patrick Mahomes, like I said, man, if he does win this, he does enter that GOAT conversation. I know Yes, he does because, I mean, he's like one of the youngest quarterbacks in the league still. Yeah, and having two Super Bowls at age 26 – yeah, I with mean, that much time left. Yeah, he, he's like the Steph Curry of, uh, you know, right. of the uh, NFL. Of the NFL, All right? So uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Um, I'll even throw out a score prediction. I think it's going to be 34-31. Patrick Mahomes with a game-winning drive. Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, man. So the off season got off to an unofficial start this last week. When it was reported that the Los Angeles Rams have agreed to trade Jared Goff, a third-round pick this year, and back-to-back first-round picks in the next two drafts after this year to the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford. This blockbuster trade came after both head coach Sean McVay and general manager Les Snead did not show full support when it came to evaluating Goff after losing in the divisional round to the Green Bay Packers. Stafford uh, does have three playoff appearances in his 12 seasons and is winless in those games. Though the Lions have been pretty dysfunctional as an organization during Stafford's tenure, as evident when the team watched superstar Calvin Johnson retire rather than continue playing for the team. Stafford is more talented than Goff, but the Rams said did pay a pretty penny to rid themselves of the QB that they traded up to get first overall in 2016 by moving up from the 15th overall spot and giving up two, first, uh, two additional first-rounders. 
The Rams have not drafted in the first round since drafting Goff first overall as they made subsequent trades that resulted in players other than, of course, now Jalen Ramsey and now Matthew Stafford are no longer on the team. This trade does not become official, though, until the new league year, March 17th. Koopa, your thoughts on the Rams seemingly upgrading at quarterback? Um, As long as Stafford can stay healthy, I think it, it's good for the Rams. It's good for Stafford. I mean, you and I have always talked about how much we like Stafford and mm-hmm. uh, how it sucks for him being with the Lions because he hasn't really got a real chance to shine so this is his chance dude if he can't then you know I mean the only thing that sucks for the Rams is like you said they they've gotten rid of two future first round picks so if he doesn't put out then what are we gonna do what what are the Rams gonna do I don't know and then what is also worrisome too is uh, they haven't. They said they're not looking to extend Stafford as of right now. Yeah. So he's got two years left. So basically, this upcoming season and then the next season. But we still wouldn't even have a draft pick after that season in the first round to replace him if we don't retain him after that. Well, probably they're probably gonna see what happens this next year. Probably. There's and a then, good chance. And then if he, you know, they have a winning season, they will probably, you know, extend his contract. Right. But we'll see what happens with it. It's going to be definitely interesting. So hopefully it doesn't end up being too costly. But we found out that there's another quarterback we were looking at that was even more costly. And we're about to talk about him. As this may not be the only blockbuster trade we get to discuss this offseason, as Deshaun Watson officially requested to be traded by the Houston Texans. Though this request was met by both new head coach David Coley and new GM uh, Nick Casario with adamant statements that Watson would not be traded and that he was the team's QB now and of the future. So if Watson really doesn't want to be traded, it appears he'll need to be a holdout this offseason to force the team to move ahead with a trade. It has been reported that the top two spots he wishes to be traded to are the New York Jets after they hired uh, Robert Sala as their new head coach or to the Miami Dolphins because of their head coach, Brian Flores. Honestly, I'm surprised he wouldn't rather be in Miami myself because uh, they are closer to championship contenders than the Jets, plus there is no state income tax in Florida, so he gets more of his money. However, though, it has been reported, it was reported Monday by Houston Chronicle reporter John McClain, which you can see um, through the Houston Chronicle, and it's also been reported by Yahoo Sports um, and others as well, that the Texans would have, would want at minimum Two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and two young defensive starters, and that's just a starting point for the Texans. So Deshaun Watson trade watch is in full swing. Cooper, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson de- finally, officially demanding his trade? Uh, good for him. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's a great quarterback. He deserves, deserves to uh, shine, and I don't think he's really gotten a chance now that uh, you know his number one receiver was traded. Last off season, yes. So he, uh, you know, he hasn't been getting the, quite quite the numbers they did when he had it at Hopkins. So right, you know, I mean, it's it's good for him. Uh, do I see him going to Miami? I don't think so. Uh, Jet Jets more likely, um, only for the sole fact that Miami, I really do think has a quarterback of the future and and. Uh, 
Tua. Mm-hmm. So we will see what happens with this. Uh, I think that the Jets would be smart to uh, to jump on the situation and move on from Sam Darnold. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a good point. Uh, there's been a lot of pundits in the uh, in the sports world that have been saying that they don't like that he's requested this trade. Um, because they, he just signed his uh, contract extension this past off season, uh, right before the season started. Here's here's the a lot of others rebuttals in my rebuttal. Yeah. This after it was announced that he they fired GM slash head coach Bill O'Brien, and then going into this off season, he was promised by ownership that he would have a say. In who they selected as GM and who they selected as head coach. Well, Nick Casario was not his choice. In fact, Nick Casario wasn't even the firm that the team hired to bring in as GM. They totally went completely away from even the firm that they paid money to to do this GM search for them. So not only did they ignore a firm, they ignored him. So now he's disgruntled. And they didn't even bother... Until it was already made aware that he was possibly going to seek a trade. Um, looking at um, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, as being the next head coach. So he's legit pissed. Oh, yeah, he's got every right to be, too. I yeah. mean, if you're told you're going to be included in a situation and they just bypass you, then all, right. you know, all power to him, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always thought that Deshaun Watson was... Was a great quarterback and uh, wish you know maybe the Steelers could have got him or you know maybe your Rams could have got him. Right. But you know it is what it is and hopefully he moves on and has a has a brighter future. So. Right. Obviously, based off that minimum asking price, just to start a conversation was obviously going to be too much even for the Rams to come up with. So they moved on from that option pretty quickly. Also, a side note with the Rams, they did actually talk to Green Bay about Aaron Rodgers. And also, one little, little fine, funny kind of side note is Matthew Stafford said, I want to be traded anywhere but New England. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. That, that that says a lot about Bill Belichick. Yeah, and so, the whole, whole situation in New yep. England. Which, of course, we'll be talking about um, soon because uh, I believe it's actually next week we'll actually be talking about their offseason and what they need to do. Which is going to be weird to critique, but it's going to be fun because I'm going to destroy them probably. (laughs) (laughs) Just because. All right. So we're going to go ahead and continue with our off-season coverage. Uh, We resume by doing our team-by-team look based off the draft order. Um, Of course, you can find this on any um, website that covers NFL So um, for their draft orders, which is ESPN, NFL.com, of course. Bleacher Report, um... 24-7 24-7 sports, yada, yada, you can pretty much find it. Anybody who covers football, especially pro football, will have the draft um, ranking or draft order for you. So, going off that, we're going to be con- uh, starting off this coverage tonight with uh, the Denver Broncos, who draft ninth overall. The Denver Broncos came into last season as a dark horse contender by some sports experts, including one Colin Coward. Um, and if you want proof of that, just go back to the preview of the season that um, uh, the cat on the herd, and Colin will talk about how he had picked um, Denver. He didn't guarantee that they were going to win the division, but he expected a better season than they had. He said they would be in contention for the division. 
Yeah, I think he still had the Chiefs, though, as his um, team winning. Yeah. But, however, quarterback play from uneven quarterback play from Drew Locke did not help this team at all, uh, which is why they're in the top ten in the draft. The team does have a nice young core of playmakers, that wide receiver and running back. Also forgot to mention they do have a actually good, talented, young tight end as well. The offensive line just needs a few more tweaks and it will be ready to go. The defense is pretty solid but could use another piece on the back end to help against that high-powered uh, offense by Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the team does fall in love with the likes of Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance and try to make a move up for one of them. Say if uh, they offered Atlanta, Drew Locke, the ninth overall pick, plus maybe a third rounder next year, Atlanta might be willing to fall back a bit and have a decent QB who will be very cheap since Locke was drafted second in the second round in 2019, so he doesn't have a hefty price tag. And can learn under Matt Ryan for a year or two, and the Falcons can still get a quality player at the number nine pick. Just a little trade thought I might th- just kind of threw out there if Denver does fall in love with one of those three quarterbacks and can go up and get him. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Denver Broncos and what they need to do this offseason? Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, I, I think that maybe going after a quarterback is probably their best bet. Uh, with all the field general there, you, you know, you need a quarterback. That's that's what this this whole game's about, man. That quarterback is your your number one guy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Drew Lock messed up. So time to get rid of him. Time to get somebody else in. And I I like your idea with Atlanta, dude. Uh, I I don't think Drew Lock's that bad of a quarterback. Being drafted the second round, and ended up being you know the first. You know, to be the starter of the team. I mean, yeah. he's obviously not that bad, but you know, because you have to be able to play to actually play in the NFL. So, right. Um. So to see him go to Atlanta would be kind of cool, you know. Um, and you're right; it would help because of that that cap hit with Matt Ryan. Yep. So I mean, yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah, so, and then also you get to learn under Matt Ryan's leadership. Exactly, that too. So, that I think that's actually a pretty good win for Atlanta. Like I said, they could still be in the top ten. So, they'll still get a good guy. They're only dropping back five spots. Yeah, so, Dirty Birds, if you're hearing this, listen up. All right. All right, man. Moving on. Picking at tenth overall are the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> this team, though, did need... Dak Prescott, and it was and it was show uh, and it showed when he was lost for the season. Though at times Andy Dalton did keep this team alive for the division. Yes, we can't believe it either, but they are still picking at ten. More than likely, the team will be franchise tagging Dak Prescott again, so they should not be in on any of these QBs unless the one they rated the highest falls to them. Of course, if their highest rated quarterback is not Trevor Lawrence, then this whole scouting department needs to be fired. Dallas needs help in that secondary as well as a talented defensive tackle. But if Kyle's Pitts from Florida is still on the board, that just seems like it would be a Dallas pick all day, any day, every day to me. Cooper, and they do need a tight end. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Pitts would fit right in over there. I think it would. Um, but, yeah, uh, without without Dak around, it they, they did struggle this year. But, uh, you know, um, if they, like you said, if they can franchise, tag him, keep him for, you know, 
Because I'm pretty sure they've worked out a deal with him. I think he's their quarterback, so, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they need somebody on that defensive end that can help out. So we'll see what happens. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Kyle Pitts would be the pick to me, honestly. And like I said, unless they don't retain Dak, yeah. I just which I don't see them not. I, it's at least a franchise tag happening. Um, so that way they can at least keep him and then... Um, then figure out what to do from there. Yeah, figure out from there what to do. Uh, and then, so, like I said, that's why I think Kyle Pitts, if he's on the board at 10, is the pick. I just, Even though, yeah, they really need secondary help, and they also need a guy in the middle of that defense um, to help out against the run because they were crap against the run. I just, it's, gonna, it's hard for me to say, though, because you need a good tight end, and having those three receivers plus Kyle Pitts really just makes it a lot easier on uh, Dak Prescott in that offense. Oh, yeah. So, all right, man. So, picking 11th overall are the rivals of the Cowboys, the New York Football Giants. We don't have to say Football Giants anymore because the San Francisco Giants are no longer in New York's, but we just like saying it anyways, or Mm -hmm. I do anyways. This is the team that has to be the most frustrated at the Philadelphia Eagles with their shenanigans against the Washington football team. If the Eagles had actually played to win, which they could have won if they kept in Jalen Hurts, then the Giants would have won the division. Instead, they pick here at 11. This team played surprisingly well after getting off to a slow start. The team still needs some quality players on defense, but if they can get a playmaking wide receiver to help Daniel Jones, their quarterback, they will be in contention for the division for the years for the coming years and also a hard out in the playoffs. Cooper your thoughts on those Giants? Yeah, that's what they've been missing since they got rid of Odell. So, they need a good receiver. So, yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Um, there's, And this year is another great year of wide receiver picks. Uh, so, I just, I mean, you got Jamar Chase, who will probably go a little bit early. Devontae Smith will probably go a little bit early. But there's, you got like, uh, Chris Ola, Olave, or no, I think Olave ended up going back to Ohio State. So that actually thinned it out a little bit. But they're still good quality receivers. And what, and it's not a guarantee that either Devontae or Jamar Chase might not just fall to 11. Yeah. It's, there's no guarantee that they're being picked up there. Because there could be a run on quarterbacks. There could be a run on offensive linemen. You never know with these things. It's, the draft is just crazy to predict. So we're doing our best. We know this may not actually be happening. We could get lucky, though, like I did at the Royal Rumble and got Kane right, but which we'll talk yeah. about Saturday. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes even a blind squirrel can find a nut. <laughs> we're just saying. <laughs> it's it's a crapshoot at this point. We really won't know. Plus, we won't know anything until we also hit free agency, too. Because a lot of things can change the draft just based off of oh, what yeah, happens definitely. in free agency. And we'll talk about free agency, of course, once we get closer to it and we actually know who's available, um, what teams' needs are still, and everything else from that point. Um, anyway, so I believe that's where the pick should go. Unless, of course, they, like I said, they land somebody in free agency that you know they can then focus on their defense. Because um, their defense is good and upcoming, but they still need a little bit more tweaks here and there to really get it solid. And... Like I said, they will be in the hunt for the division titles and also uh, possible play uh, contender in the playoffs. But definitely a hard out. And so here we go again talking about a team that 
I have issues with because, you know, they're my team's biggest rival. We ending with the 12th overall pick tonight with the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers season was marred by injury to both sides of the football. This team seems to have to have this happen every other year since Kyle Han- Shanahan took over as head coach. Not blaming the coach for the team's injuries. It just seems to be a series of, uh, a series of unfortunate events every other year for the team. It's just weird how that happened. I mean, it worked out. They got Joey Bosa, so I'm just saying. Or was it Nick Bosa? No, Nick, Nick, Nick was first. Nick, Nick was first, right? Nick and no, then Joey? No, Joey was first, I thought. So it's Nick Bosa, yeah. Whichever Bosa, the younger Bosa, they got the younger Bosa because two years ago they got injured, riddled, had a top pick, and got Bosa. So there you go. It worked out for them. Then they went to the Super Bowl right after that because they had a whole healthy year. And then this year, not so healthy, and that's why they're picking 12. Anyways. I digress. However, one does have to wonder, though, if quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has reached his end with the team. Shanahan does not seem to have full confidence in the QB, as evident in last year's NFC title game, when he only threw eight passes. Also, the quarterback cannot stay healthy, which is unfortunate because Garoppolo does actually have some talent. I wouldn't be surprised if this team tries to get one of these young quarterbacks and moves on from Garoppolo, who would be welcomed back to New England, I'm pretty sure. Though the only position of need, honestly, would be cornerback who can eventually replace Richard Sherman, who's just getting up there in age. It's not like Sherman's like leaving or anything. He's just you want somebody who will be whatever yeah, you, Richardson. You want Richard can Sherman. Take over yeah, and... when Sherman when Sherman's actually done, done, and yeah. you know you can you don't have to worry about it. Hey, next man up. It's a former first round pick who was really good. Yeah. So, your thoughts on uh, the 49ers there, bud? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the cornerback situation is is you know to be up in question. So is the quarterback situation. So we'll see what happens with this. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy to see them go to the Super Bowl and then this year do what they did. So I mean, COVID has hit everybody pretty hard with with the sports world. So I mean. That could have played a big factor in everything going on too. So yeah, I mean they had guys. They did have guys miss games with COVID. They had guys miss games with injury. Some had some missed both with both. Yeah, it's just, it was just really one of those years for the Niners again. Like I said, it's just weird that it's been kind of going every other year. They've been suffering through injuries. Yeah, or of course this was also COVID related stuff too. It's just like really odd. It it's just. One of those things where you're just like, what the heck is that? Right. You're sitting there. you got to be sitting there as a manager going. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what what happens next year with COVID protocols and stuff. Because I don't think this is going away anytime soon. No. Um, I think it's going to be around for a while. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. We did have one bit of good news for you gamers out there if you're like us who used to love the NEA Sports NCAA college football game. NCAA did announce that they're bringing back a college football game. It's not coming to be this year, but they are putting a team together and hopefully we'll be rolling it out within the next few years. So That's awesome, dude. Thank you, God. Yes, thank you, football gods. <laughs> uh, right now they did say that they don't plan on having any affiliation with players unless the NIL situation gets resolved, and then they can actually work directly with players at that point. So, 
That's a lot to take in. Yeah, I'm that's, excited. That's awesome, dude. I mean, we'll get that. We'll get the new AEW games coming out soon. Um, yep. I'm excited about that one, dude. So We're um, loving it. You know? It's like McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it'd be nice to see some new games out too, because I mean, you know, the, the that's the thing is with like every year games that come out, you're kind of like, okay, what did you change now? What did you critique but stay the same with? Yeah. So it'll be nice to see a new game. Maybe they'll. I hope they stay true to NCAA and stay with kind of the same concepts that they had gameplay. Previously. Yeah. So, because, I mean, you and I, we both played that other one. Uh, the Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Why do I keep forgetting that? Uh, yeah, uh, we played that, and I really didn't care for it. The uh, the kickoff and all that was was strange. Um, so, yeah, I mean, something more basic would be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the button system. So. A normal button system that we would appreciate and actually know and understand. Yeah. <laughs> like so. we used to with EA Sports. I mean, basically, if you think, just really should have copied that. But I digress. That's all in the past. We're now looking to the bright future of college <laughs> yeah. football gaming. <laughs> yes, can't wait, dude. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I know you are. And, of course, we're looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday. Sort of. Because it also marks the end of the season. Yeah, you're gonna be so sad, a little somber. Yeah, but of course we will have plenty of to talk about. Appears this off season as we are on officially on Deshaun Watson trade watch. Oh yes, uh, the Rams just because they made that move for Stafford doesn't mean they won't try to do something else. They're kind of crazy out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, of course we'll. I'm sure we'll see some more big, exciting things. You never know. Dallas might do something crazy because you know it's Jerry Jones. Uh, right. So I mean, this off season is going to be fun and exciting. Kind of a, a bit of a throwback, I think, in terms of you know, it really seems like now everybody's trying to play Madden in real life, and it's kind of fun. Oh yeah. How yeah, can man. I make my team better? Well, this has worked in Madden. Let's throw some things out here and let's see if we can make something stick. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching real life men. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, hey, look, I can do this. And then it happens in real life. You're like, did that really just happen? <laughs> I know. We do that with the basketball game all the time, too. Yeah. I'd be like, it would be funny because I used to do that with MLB The Show, but when I actually played it, I yeah. kind of stopped on that. But I'd put a player on the Dodgers, and then like a few years later, that player ends up on the Dodgers. I'm like, that seems odd. It's like they know. <laughs> Are they watching my moves? They're taking ideas. They're like, hey, he got a guy that we could really use. <laughs> I was like, yeah, too bad you could have used him three years ago when I did came up with the idea. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> like Andrew Jones. That was dumb. It was way too late on Andrew Jones. Anyways, I digress. That's it for me. You got anything? No, I'm good, dude. All right, man. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. We're sure glad you listened in. Make sure to tune in Saturday because we're going to recap the Royal Rumble. Oh, yes. Oh, man. It was crazy. It was so much fun. (laughs) It was so exciting. 
We had some exciting uh, surprise entrance. Oh, yes, we did. We had a reunion of sorts. It was fantastic. I'm sure you've already seen it, but we're excited to talk about it on Saturday. And, of course, we got some more basketball talk. We're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets, almost said New Jersey Nets, and then almost, <laughs> and then for some reason almost called them the New York Nets. Full so. on, full on went like, like. I, yeah. I went way throwback, back. Throwback, throwback. We're back in New Jersey. No, we're not. We're still <laughs> in Brooklyn. Jersey. We almost went to Jersey. <laughs> we're supposed to be in Brooklyn, man. We're supposed to be downtown Brooklyn, bro. <laughs> and now you almost went jazzy on us, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyways, of course, make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're going to start putting out some more content for you. Some wacky stuff and whatever else we can think of we're gonna have some more fun oh yeah on our social media so be sure to check those out you can always uh also check out the website get our links everything podcast listen to us please we appreciate you definitely we really do we appreciate every single one of you two that listen and and uh we love we love to hear feedback so if you're ever on our social medias Give us something. We want to hear what you guys want to listen to. So, we love you guys and thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate it. Very much so. So, that does it for us today. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.